1: Welcome back, and congratulations on heading to the state championship game Saturday morning at 1045 a.m. What a game today, Coach. Congrats. Uh, hey, you guys are my good luck, man. That That's was right. awesome. This uh, this,
0: this game, uh, these girls, this, it's these girls. They just this never say die attitude. I threw up the picket fence, and it worked perfectly <laughs> like you called it up, J.T., you know what I mean? Uh, I'm just living a dream right now.
1: Coach, I listened to the entire game, Danny, uh, or uh, Dan Belford, Danny Kincaid called it, right? So I was listening to the guys, and you uh, started out, you trailed at the end of one, but I thought it was a key quarter from this standpoint that you were only down one with your best player, Lily Bottomley, in foul trouble, and the other girls held serve uh, in that first quarter. How big was that towards the outcome of this one?
0: Oh, that was huge! Uh, you know, she got the two fouls quick, and uh, you know, the first one. I don't know about the second one. She did foul her, and uh, you know, we're we're talking like two and a half minutes into the game. Almost it seems like right. I could be off, but something like that, and had to take her out. Um, you know, and so so for a second there, I thought, "Oh man, here we go!" You know what's going to happen? But um, you know, having all these seniors and just been playing together for so long, it's like they just were like, "We got this," you know, and. And uh, we decided we're going to spread them out. We're going to get up and down. We're going to run with them. And we got speed and athletes. And uh, and you know what? Our girls stepped up and were able to carry through. And to only be down one with, with her basically sitting the whole quarter uh, was, was huge momentum. I think just a positive boost for our girls as well.
2: Coach, when you have big leads like that in a game, and we saw it yesterday in the Ohio State game, and that lead evaporates. It's a matter of calling timeouts and getting everybody on the same page, but re- what really goes through your mind as a coach? And-, and when that team cut the lead, your lead, to seven twice in the third quarter, what goes through your mind and how did you straighten the ship? <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: you know, we, we I from watching all the film, I knew third quarter was their quarter. You know, that's all year long. They, they just kind of come out third quarter gangbusters. And, um, you know, they did exactly that to start the quarter, but – you know, we, we had to call a timeout. We kind of settled the girls down and, uh, you know, kind of just talked about how we, you know, I told them. I said, you know, they're this is state semifinals. They're going to make runs. They're good. I said, it's just how sort of a run can we make it, and then can we counter that? And as soon as we countered that, it was kind of like I think they were in shock a little bit that they couldn't put it on them like they usually do. And then that's when in the fourth quarter we just, as soon as they pulled the ramp the pressure up our girls decide instead of slowing it down let's just attack them and that's exactly what we did
1: coach i'm screaming at the radio right i'm hearing that they're pressuring uh your team and there were a couple of turnovers there and i'm screaming at the radio no this is a chance to extend the lead because if you get through that first trap or or that that press at half court then you're coming downhill three on two two on one and you got a bunch of easy baskets didn't you When when you attacked like that oh
0: yeah i mean i Definitely, you know, our girls, and I, I told them, I said, we want to slow the game down, but you know what, to keep them from shooting it, but if they're going to give us opportunities, let's go, because we're, we're usually a press and run transition team, like that's what we love to do, my girls are more apt to doing that anyway, and so, you know, I told them, I said, you got to handle the pressure, take your time getting it to half court, but from there, you got to go, you know, because you can have people wide open, so
1: that's exactly what they did. You shot over fifty percent from the field as a team. You held them to two of seventeen from three point range. Coach, they were averaging twenty five attempts a game. Uh, they only shoot seventeen, and they only make two out of the seventeen. Live by the three, die by the three. How big of a, a part of the game plan was it to pay close attention to their three point shooting?
0: No, it, it was everything. And the good, the good thing was, is I'm telling you, is like everything's coming into place here. We've got. We had CVCA who shoots a ton of threes. We played Canfield who, sh- who shoots a ton of threes. So now we go to Fairland. I told the girls, they said, we got to DM the same way. Now, Fairland, I think, a little better than those two teams in respect to how they can shoot and how many shooters they have. But at least we were we were prepped in that area over and over and game-tested in that area over and over again. And, and the last thing was, and our girls told me, they go, Coach, they haven't seen a defense like ours. And anybody they played, good teams or not, they haven't seen a defense like ours. and They said we're going to shut them down. So that was basically the girls, you
1: know. It was impressive, coach, especially in that fourth quarter to put it away. He only gave up five points, outscored them fourteen to five, forced eleven turnovers. They shot twenty eight percent for the game. Like I said, two for seventeen from three. So an all around complete game. Two games in a row, coach, where you play two very good teams and uh, you, you you win going away, which is nice. Uh, but you know what? You don't have much time to rest because you've got a tough one Saturday morning, but it's for the state championship. That's where you wanted to be regardless of who you'd go up against, and it just so happens to be against Miss Ohio, D. Alexander, and Purcell. What can you tell us about uh, the team you're going to play on Saturday morning?
0: Yeah, you know, that's a <laughs> it's another juggernaut that we're going to have to go against, you know. Um, you know d alexander is a phenomenal i mean when you're getting you're getting <laughs> recruited by you you know UConn and South carolina and wow. you know, all these huge programs i mean yeah obviously you got to take note of that for sure and and they got other girls around her that can shoot four and they won a state title last year as well in division three i believe it was and uh, so yeah i mean they're gonna they're very athletic um, they're very quick so we got to handle their pressure uh, they do a lot of uh, you know like wrapping in the half court and three quarter court. Um, and then another is we're, we're going to have to come up with another magical game plan to kind of shut down D, which is going to be really tough, you know, and plus guard their shooters. So, you know, we got, we're going to game plan here tonight, have a, a walkthrough practice tomorrow at Butler high school and, um, you know, hopefully get our legs back. You know, we, we're not real deep, so we got to definitely find a way to get the ice bath here tonight and, and get those legs lifted and rested for uh for a big test on Saturday. But Hey, a state final you know i'll play anybody you know have that chance is
2: amazing so coach uh yesterday when we spoke to you you know obviously a long line of coaches your brother your father you can't think of northwest whether it's the boys or the girls teams now without thinking of the lower name and i was just thinking about this too I, as a coach or being around this tournament whether it's boys or girls what's the deepest run you've ever made as a coach you
0: know as a coach yep um, this This is my deepest run here as a coach. Uh, when I was a Tutball boys coach, we were in regionals. Um, but uh, yeah, this is definitely the deepest run um, you know for, for uh, you know any of my coaching career um, and, and as an assistant or a head coach for sure.
2: See, the reason I bring that up is because, you know, me and Kenny, we always like to see who's got the bragging rights. You you know, your dad in the 2004 team, your state runner-up. Now, all of a sudden, you get down to Columbus, or I'm sorry, Dayton, you win it all, and you get the bragging rights for the family, including Justin Lauer, who I found out is not related to you. How is this possible? There's a pro golfer from Northwest, his last name Lauer, and you're not related.
0: Yeah, you know, it's it's like I think I think there is a distant relation, a distant relationship there. Um, we we worked it out once. The grandparents worked it out once together. But it is kind of crazy. Uh, I would be a much better golfer if we were close relatives <laughs> for sure. You know, I mean that would that would have been a huge bonus for sure. But yeah, that is crazy in a small school to, you know, he came up through school and Mike's teaching there, and they're like, oh man, what the heck? Spelled the same, pronounced the same. Uh, you know, <laughs> so, it's unreal. But uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, he's definitely the most well-known of all of us. Not
2: right. if you win the state, he won't be. <laughs>
1: no, that's, that's right, right, man. You that win this right. thing on Saturday morning, you fall to the top of that lower list, coach. Ah, uh, hey, I'll take that. That's right, Reagan <laughs> writes forever. There you go. I was talking with your athletic director, Jason Hathaway, a little bit ago. He and John DeMarco are cruising somewhere. I don't know if they're coming back or going to the uh, the bar or the hotel, wherever it is, right? And, and uh, I was asking him about the turnout. Uh, how much fun was it to have? I heard Northwest, Northwest on the radio, the chant going up with the kids and, and the parents and everything. How cool was that, playing in Dayton in the Division two state semifinals to have a, the crowd support like that and probably even bigger on Saturday?
0: Oh, yeah, it was awesome. I mean, you know, the other team had a lot of people there, but our our team, our fans definitely, uh, you know, were just overwhelming. Um, the student support has been phenomenal, and the community support. I mean, just to have them down there. Actually, I told the girls, we got in the huddle before the game, and I just said, look around. You know, we're going to start playing. I said, it's the same size court. You know, pulled the old Ho- nice. thing 10 feet high, whatever else, 15 foot. <laughs> and I said, but turn around. And look at the people that are supporting you because whenever you're tired, you're wore out, whatever else. Just take a look at them, you know, and that'll give you some energy boost, give you a little little more gas in the tank, kind of thing. To keep going.
2: Yeah, you feed off that crowd. So now, what happens yeah. with school? Do they get off the rest of the uh, week? Yeah. I mean, obviously, well, just chanting, tomorrow. They were
0: chanting. They were chanting Friday no school, but I think they go back to school tomorrow. Okay. Um, I don't know though. I'm not sure, um, but. I'm assuming they're probably going back to school tomorrow. I would doubt if much is going to get done in the classrooms, though, tomorrow is my nice. guess.
1: Now, what about uh, you and the girls? Are you guys staying down there uh, in Dayton? You don't have to come back, do you?
0: No, no. We're down here in Dayton. The girls are back at the hotel now. They're going to be, uh, you give them some ice baths or ice wraps or something on the legs and kind of just let them chill and relax. And us coaches are going to be going to. Uh, Go into somebody's room here to watch about three hours of film and try to have a game plan ready to go by about eight o'clock
1: tonight. So, what's that like, Coach? what What will you do tonight uh, when you When you say that, how many coaches? What do you watch? Do you You take notes and then put a, a game plan together tomorrow after watching tonight, or do you hope to get all that done tonight and then work on it in practice tomorrow? Take us through that. Yeah, so,
0: I mean, I don't know what other coaches do, but myself, I like to prep ahead of time for teams, even possible teams. So this whole tournament run, you know, we're in the district semis that, you know, we're in the district at the sectional finals. Me and my assistants will take teams without telling the other girls, but we'll take teams that we potentially could see, you know, a week later, five days later, heck, even two weeks later. And we'll just spend a little time kind of making up video clips of what they do, writing down a few things. That way, when we get to that point, uh, we already have a baseline of what we want to do, and then we just kind of fine-tune it. So, I mean, Purcell, Marion, we've already watched four films on them here coming into this weekend. We don't talk to the girls about it at all, but we do on our free time. But we just take notes about player personnel, things they do on offense, things like that. And then tonight, we kind of put it all together tonight. We'll watch another game or two tonight together, and then we kind of just – we'll break it down. We're, we're practicing tomorrow at Butler High School around 11 o'clock in the morning. So we're hoping to have have it ready for the girls uh, tomorrow about 11 a.m. as yeah, our plan.
1: That's awesome. That's fantastic, Coach. Yeah. Just a heck of a win today. And uh, Ashley, is it pronounced Cutnick? Is that her yeah. last name? Uh, yeah, I, I I thought she was huge today for you guys uh, because with uh, Bottomley out, she ends up leading you in scoring with 16 points, but then when you needed it most in the second half, uh, Lily stepped up. She goes double-double with 13 and 13 and some block shots, too. Uh, I, I thought uh, Ashley was huge for you guys today.
0: Oh, yeah. Ashley was huge. She had to do stuff inside and out. Um, you know, all of our girls had to take over, taking turns, bringing it up the court. Um, I mean, just... Just phenomenal across the board. Delaney, Carmony, our junior that comes off the bench had nine points. I mean, huge points for us there. Yep. So I mean, it's just it's just a great team effort by these girls. And you know, these girls they came up to me. They go, "This fairland team's cocky. Like they think they're going to roll us." You know, from the beginning. And I, you know, I just got in the huddle and I just told them. I said, "Well, then you make sure they know, you know, who we are when we leave off this court. Win or lose, you better." Change their mind about how cocky they are, you know what I mean? And, and they're a great yeah. team, and the coaches were great and whatnot, but our girls kind of picked up on that, and they kind of took that to heart, so that was pretty cool.
1: Uh, that's good. Well, you, you let them know who you were, and uh, they're home watching or uh, home crying one or the other, and you guys are still playing Saturday morning, 10.45 a.m., Coach. Best of luck uh, on Saturday morning, and here's hoping uh, we talk to you Monday on the show about a state championship for Northwest.
0: Uh, oh, that would be awesome. Sweet. hey thanks guys appreciate the support good luck you got it coach good luck Mm -hmm. on saturday all right we'll see you